Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. Hey everyone, quick message from Tucson's Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. Help treat anxiety and depression with martial arts training and education. Develop the confidence, skills, and fitness you need to stay safe. Our focus is real-world self-defense tactics, practical and effective for everyone. You can find them at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4. Tucson AZ 85712 or you can call them at 520-838-1592. They are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So hit them up. Learn martial arts, very therapeutic, and you can learn to kick ass and kick depression's ass as well. So um hit them up. <laughs> everyone welcome back to another exciting episode of screaming chewy show and i'd like to welcome musician devin gordon how you doing devin good thank you so much for having me on today yeah thank you for coming on definitely excited to uh talk about my music with you yeah so why don't you tell me about yourself and how you got into music definitely yeah so music's always been part of what i've been doing i started playing piano when i was five so i was classically trained in that and I got my first bass guitar when I was 13. Instantly fell in love with the bass. I listened to the Red Hot Chili Peppers growing up. So I was a big fan of Flea. So that's a huge influence on me. Listened to a lot of Rush. So I think I was drawn to bands that had a really strong bassist in them. So that's why I wanted to pick up bass first rather than the guitar. And then learned the guitar, always was composing. Uh, when I was playing classical, it was more movie score sucks. That's what the genre lends itself to. And then just when I played bass and electric guitar, I wanted to write rock songs. That's what I listened to. And I wanted to create something that I would listen to. Nice. You know, and it's so hard. Like people think playing bass is easy. And uh, yeah. I've tried it. It's not easy. <laughs> right. It's, I mean, most people think when they don't know that you just play the root of the chord 
Um, and it's pretty simple, but you can really jazz it up. And I think that when you have a bassist that's super solid in a song, it adds this complete other element to it. Um, and it can really make a band special. Yeah, for sure. I think the bass adds more depth to it, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And I think it's also cool because in high school, everyone that I knew wanted to be a guitarist or a singer. And that was another way to differentiate myself, be a bassist. And so I could choose which band I wanted to be in and jam with different people and really have that full band sound. Nice. And, um, you know, everybody always wants to play guitar, you know, guitar, guitar. What I'm like, yo, dude, bass is it's pretty fucking yeah. Weird, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I heard like this quote that the bass and the drums are like the skeleton of the song. And then the vocals and the guitars are just kind of the muscle on top of that. So I really like having a super strong, tight drum bass sound. Yeah, and uh, you've also played drum in uh, Jane's Addiction. Yeah, so uh, Stephen Perkins, who's the drummer for Jane's Addiction, uh, which is a super influential 90s grunge band, uh, actually did all the drum tracks on my EP that's coming out. Um, and of course, on Sunflower, the single that I have out now, he was high school friends with my mom. So during covid um we reached out to him and he was super into the music super into the vibes and just really brought it with his drum tracks and i think it really finished the sound oh man that's exciting that's a trip wow definitely yeah i was super stoked that he was really into the music and not only just wanted to do one track but was down to do for the whole ep so it was really cool for me as a musician growing up with this genre that I wanted my music to emulate. That was such a big part of my life and to have a person that was a member of that scene and a super big member of that scene say, hey, I want to jump on your tracks. And I think it was some sort of um, like badge of approval, I guess, like legitimized it i think what i was going for was received okay so he already had the idea of like kind of what you wanted yeah yeah because i'm a really big fan of 90s grunge 70s rock and roll and i do a modern flair just because you know i want to seem relevant still to the to the culture today and not do something that's already been done, put my own twist on it. But those times are where I get a lot of my influences and what I listen to. So it was really cool to have someone from that scene also be on it. And I think it ties the generations together. It's like it was meant to be. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's funny how that stuff works out. Yeah, for sure. You know, the doc, the dots connected right there. Exactly. A to B to C. It finally worked. <laughs> so how long did it take for you to, um, to finish or, you know, to work on your EP? Yeah. So, I mean, I only have that single out first, my first single, and I'm still working on mixing and mastering the rest of the songs. But the recording process of laying down the tracks was, I think, for three months. 
in the studio um like once a week so that was a good amount of time um yeah I play all the instruments on it besides the drums so I do all the singing and all the bass and the guitar so it took a little while just because I was one person doing all the tracks yeah master you know the jack of all trades right there master yeah yeah i i like it that's why you know my record under um a band name that i came up with the rose crumbs instead of devin gordon because i really think that by me playing all the instruments besides the drums it has more of a band sound rather than a singer songwriter yeah for sure i mean it it it's definitely a lot more work and a lot more talent than just singer songwriter. Like, you know, you give yourself more credit, you know? Yeah, I, I enjoy it. And I think playing all the instruments and writing all the instruments allows me to have more of a connection with my songs. I understand every single part of it. Um, and I think for me as someone that's always enjoyed writing, it's another challenge for me to put all these different instruments together and have them work and not have one overshadow the other and say, well, this part's really cool, but how does it function in the overall song? And does it, you know, subtract or add to the whole thing? It's not just about that one instrument. Don't have a uh, band members fighting. No, we're going to play my solo <laughs> yeah exactly maybe instead of that i should just like yell at myself in the mirror <laughs> we need more guitar time <laughs> yeah exactly and uh have you ever been like halfway through writing it or you know performing the song and then you're like wait i think i'm gonna change it like you ever done something like that oh all the time all the time i think it's really cool because i create a process i don't really go in with this is how it has to be and this is how it has to sound and you know I let it evolve and maybe have an idea and then I come up with I have you know like a bass line and then I put a guitar line over it but I really like the guitar line more than the bass line so then I'll go and change the bass line to match the guitar line and vice versa I keep it super loose and I think changing things all the time is actually good because it allows the song to evolve and take on this life of its own yo very smart uh, <laughs> do you, so do you write the lyrics first and then from there go on to the beats and all that no i i write the instruments first and then i come up with the lyrics last i think just because i i like listening to music for the instruments a lot more than the lyrics so that's what I'm most excited about creating uh so I think that's why I do that first that's interesting that's that's different that's cool yeah yeah I mean also like in in COVID not a lot has changed over the past you know year in my life so I don't have that lyrical inspiration it's not like I had this event happen and i need to write a specific song about that event so in that case the lyrics would come first but in this case that's why i do the, the instruments first just go with the flow huh yeah definitely damn and um 
You know, it's funny you mentioned Rush. Uh, that's one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> oh, really? Why is it a guilty pleasure? I mean, it should just be like a pleasure, just like period. <laughs> I think it's like a pride thing because also like I like, you know, hip hop or gangster, mm -hmm. like heavy metal. So if I'm with the crowd, you know, I'll be like, you like Rush? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm i'm also into into heavy metal so i think it's cool to listen to different things the only thing i won't listen to is country but I'm everything the <laughs> besides that is fair game and i i like picking and choosing from different genres yeah i'm the same way i'm you know nothing against country but like i get bored yeah yeah it's um not my favorite <laughs> Not to like bash a complete genre, but um, I find like a lot of other genres more interesting and changing. Like my friend, he loves country and I always give him shit. And there's this one song. He's like, I woke up, put a chew in, crack a cold one. And I'm like, OK, I get it. You're country. Like <laughs> yeah, I guess that's like kind of how they all are, though. Right? Yeah. Hey, well, you know. If I'm drunk, I might listen to country. That's a, that's a good genre for that. It's a good vibe. I tell people, you know, it's a lot like Mexican music. It'll make you cry, it'll make you dance, or get you drunk. Either way. <laughs> one, of, one of those three sounds like a good time. <laughs> but uh, I think it's interesting that you start with the music first, the instruments, and then the lyrics. Because, I mean, I, I don't write music or nothing, or I don't play, but... I would think if you try to write the lyrics first, you'd probably like get stuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think it's cool that you go with the instruments first and then from right there, you get that creative juices going, you know? Yeah, because I think for me, when I try to come up with lyrics, I try to do that in tandem with a melody line. And so in order for that, I need to base it off of the chords in the song just to get the flow and what words and how many syllables to say in a phrase. So I think it's just easier for me to have the melodies and have the instruments already done. So then the flow for the lyrics definitely mashes up. Nice. And so your new, sing new single that's already out? Yes. So my single Sunflower is out and I have another single coming out called Honey Eyes, but that is still in the mixing mastering process so i will get back to you on release date nice so exciting yeah yeah it's been it's been really cool my friends have been super supportive i've got a lot of other people that i don't know that have said that they really enjoy the music so it's really amazing to have appreciation from complete strangers and to have that connection with someone that you've never met and have them reach out and say that they like your music, which has been super rad. The bar is open. Sit back, grab a cold one, and get ready for the news you didn't even know you needed. From the frozen wasteland of Western North Dakota to the tropical playground of Florida, it's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for Happy Hour News.
right? That's exciting. You're like, I have fans. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if I'd be like, I have fans, but I think it's cool to have something that you do by yourself creating music, unless you're in the studio, you know, and you have the person to engineer. And But for the most part, writing lyrics and creating these melodies for me has been a super solitude process. And then to have other people say that they relate or they like it um has been amazing yeah it's great when you have that kind of support too it's more motivating as well you know yeah yeah it was actually funny i just saw my friends recently for the first time you know because of covid and quarantine and everything and as soon as i walked through the door they're like wait, wait wait and then they like put my single on and then it was just like a really supportive environment so that was just amazing to have them be that into it as well nice they love it just as much as you do you know (laughs) yeah 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 definitely and they it's been great to say that they've like showed it to their friends and showed it to their parents um so it really means a lot and i'm like super grateful for their support that's the best right there when you have support like that you know definitely a lot of times sometimes people hate you know what i mean uh, yeah, I don't know if you've experienced that, but I got a friend. She likes to sing and she's doing her stuff. And there's some people they like, I don't know, they're, they're like they're her friends, but they'll hate. I'm like, yo, dude, just support her, man. Right. I, I don't I mean, I don't want to like get too psychological, but I think it takes a lot of guts and some level of bravery to put yourself out there. And I think maybe people wish that they could do that with whatever they wanted so i think it's just oh if i can't do this and someone else is you know that classic i'll just bring them down to make me feel better um that makes sense that makes yeah. sense yeah but i mean go for your friend i mean that's awesome that she's putting music out too and going for it as well yeah she's excited and it's her dream you know i'm like just do yeah it. you gotta follow your dreams and that's exactly what you're doing, which is amazing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm super grateful that I'm fortunate enough to be able to put my music out there. And so were you nervous writing it or would they just feel natural? I, I was nervous just because this is my first time putting something out in like on Spotify and for everyone to potentially listen to it it wasn't me sending tracks to one or two friends and then getting their feedback and having it be in this contained environment it was the first time that I just put it out there and just to see what would happen so of course I was a little nervous I think he was nervous and excited mixed in but like I was saying whenever you put yourself out there and you try things that are out of your comfort zone you're going to be a little nervous, but I think that's how we grow as people. And I think it's always good to push those boundaries. Yeah, for sure, man. Can't be scared, right? You just got to just do yeah. it. Yeah. Or, you you know, you can be scared, but you just can't stop yourself from doing it because you're scared. I like that better. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to be scared. <laughs> right. Yeah. everyone gets scared I think it's just like what you do with that fear and if you let that fear control you and stop you from doing it you know and I think most people live their lives you know controlled by that fear you know people 
you know, they, they limit themselves in their life. I don't, it could be anything. Like they could be stuck in a job they hate and they're yeah. afraid to leave or look for another job or, you know, or stuff like that, you know, just making music, you know, people just, they're too afraid to start a project or, you know, so it took a lot of goods doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, you know, just everyone has been super supportive. So for me, it's been a great welcoming, warm reaction for everyone else. So, you know, I haven't had to deal with what your friend has had to deal with from having people kind of try to knock you down a peg, which I'm grateful for not experiencing it so far. Who knows what the future has. Right. Well, that's great. You're, you just brush them off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what you just got to do. I mean, because then you can't stop other people from letting you live your dream because you're the one that's going to have to live with not following through. Just tell me, Hey, I got fans. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I got one fan other than my mom. I guess my mom's always been a fan, but now I have one other one. So I'm, I've officially feel like I've made it. It's <laughs> nice, nice. That's the important part right there. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, Wow. So, so you played, um, on your, on your EP, you played the, the guitar, bass, and, um, what else? I, I sing on it too. Sing on Nice. Yeah. Damn, man. And so you composed it all yourself and edited all that as well? So I go into a studio called Factory Underground. They're super great. Shout out to them. Um, I want to learn more about producing and engineering and everything going forward, but they take care of all of that. Nice. Okay. Cause I hate editing. That's like the worst part. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like it. I like the process. I've had them try to explain it to me just because I think even the way you edit it obviously changes the outcome of the song. And so I think those slight variations or slight artistic differences can make a song completely different in the end. Yeah, for sure. It's all how you envision it and how you put it together, basically. Yeah, yeah. And also just like if you want the sound to kind of pan from like your left ear to your right ear, or if you want it just in both i think also those changes can be really cool and add a different layer to the song damn i never thought about that that sounds really <laughs> trippy actually yeah i mean there's like some songs that i'll listen to and it'll like have a guitar like that'll pan from the left ear to the right ear and back and forth so it has this physicality to it as well and it changes it if you had that rather than just having it be in both ears just straightforward all the time like am i tripping <laughs> yeah exactly i mean i listen to a lot of like pink floyd and uh tool so uh those are good songs to feel that way <laughs> oh my god those are the best right there those two bands you just mentioned they have a special place in my heart i yeah i love them i was for i uh, saw a tool in concert which is awesome oh so lucky was he was he all in blue blue paint no 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 uh, i saw them in uh barclay center in brooklyn it was awesome it was as much of a spiritual awakening i think as i'll ever have 
man, I'm so jealous. I always wanted to see them. Yeah, they're fantastic. Definitely recommend. I seen so them two. I always wanted to see because, and then I seen a uh, Ramstein and System of a Down. Oh, okay, yeah, I, System of a Down just released uh, two new songs. I think they might go oh. on four. I'm not sure. I have to double check. It's but, been like since 2015 or something. Huh? It's yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. I'm a big System of a Down fan, so that would be sick to see them. Those guys are so fucking crazy, but they're smart though. They they know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, their lyrics. Serge is a poet, um, so their lyrics are just super deep and super poignant for every song. Yeah, and actually, Serge, his uh, uh, what was that? His first um solo. Um, I forgot the name of it, but he did that whole album in his in his house. So yeah. He- just like you he played all the instruments and sang all himself yeah he's he's so talented definitely an inspiration you know and for a non-political band quote unquote <laughs> they're pretty i was gonna say i don't know about <laughs> if i fully believe that i think they said it in her interview but i'm like yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah well you know I, I like rage against the machine a lot and they definitely are a political band yeah for sure so I think they definitely system of a down rage against machine for me have a lot of the same messaging. Yeah. And then uh, it's funny. You mentioned uh, Pink Floyd. I just interviewed Scott page uh, oh, yesterday and I was telling them about, you know, my first Pink Floyd experience, like listening to them. Yeah. I was in middle school and it's the first time I got high. Uh, <laughs> My buddy, he had a shack in his backyard and had a couch and a bed and a TV and swamp cooler. And we'd all just get stoned and play video games. Yeah. And he had a whole bunch of old VHS, like 80s horror movies or kinds of movies and like old music. And he just started playing Pink Floyd, dude, um, comfortably numb. And I'm all stoned. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Like, <laughs> Yeah, life changing. Yeah. Amazing. And so yeah. You play a lot of Pink Floyd and Tool, you know, so it mm-hmm. just takes me back. When you mention those, I'm like, ah, yes. <laughs> right in the heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's great. And um, so so, um, where can people find your stuff? Definitely. So my Instagram is underscore Devin, D-E-V-O-N underscore gordon g-o-r-d-o-n and the spotify is the and then rose crumbs as one word nice you can listen and then uh they can find it on spotify and all major platforms definitely yep yep apple music deezer all the good stuff <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah distro kid's been great for as like a distributor so Awesome. Yeah. And if you want to just keep me posted when you release your new stuff. Uh, yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. Awesome. I'd like to thank you for c- coming on. Very exciting. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. And uh, keep kicking ass. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye.
Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash screamingchewygmail.com. Any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer. If not, that's cool. I'm just happy you're tuning in. And hey, Screaming Chewy Show merch. Yeah, that's right. At teespring.com. Just Google teespring, T-E-E spring, Screaming Chewy Show. Just Google that. It'll take you right there. And uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks you know if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there or purchase just let me know and i'll add it on and uh yeah you'll be rocking styling social media don't forget to follow me on there on facebook screaming chewy show i like to share memes just make up stupid shit share my episodes on there and just whatever um check out my youtube for video versions of my podcast episodes also in between episodes i like to add me streaming yeah watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit you know what i mean and uh yeah just check out my youtube and uh twitter it's at screaming chewy yeah not screaming chewy show i should change it to that but for now it's just screaming chewy and uh thanks again for tuning in see you next week peace